Uh, we've been bringing in experts to talk about some of the leading issues. And today it's about the budget. And I don't know that enough attention has been shed on the budget because most people just don't care. I don't think people see a connection between the services they demand of their governments and the taxes they pay in order to pay for those services. Murtaza Haider is Director of Research at the Urban Analytics Institute at Toronto Metropolitan University and joins us now. Professor, good morning. Good morning. Okay, let's begin by sort of getting a grip on just how dire Toronto's finances are because, you know, with the feds not stepping in, um, I don't know where the money's going to come from and we're pretty deep in the hole. That is correct. I mean, look, the problem is not complicated. It's simple in explaining it. It's very difficult to solve it. The problem is that you have a budget of about 16 plus billion dollars. That's how much it costs to provide services to Torontonians. Now, the, um, the challenge is that the revenue that the city generates um, is, is falls short of it. I and mean, right now, the estimate is about a billion and a half is short because of the, uh, the gap between how much the city earns and how much it spends. Now, the, the, the second big challenge is that the city relies primarily on um, property tax and transfers from senior tiers of governments um, to, to, as revenue sources. And, and the challenge is that neither the property tax increase is a viable promise or solution for those who are running for, this, for, the, for the mayor's position, nor the mayoral hopefuls have any say or control over the other tiers of government to say, I will be able to secure a deal with the feds or the province. So it's an impossible position uh, to deal with the budget. In fact, to be very honest with you, if this was not a mayoral election, then the same six, seven people showed up for job interviews to be the CEO of a firm that is losing money. All the solutions that they have proposed to to fill, to, to solve that problem uh, would be completely useless and be identified and told in point blank rate that you, you, you your solutions don't work and they wouldn't be able to secure a job as a CEO of a private firm because the solutions they're proposing um, and to the budget deficit or the budget gaps, um, they don't work. And, and lastly, it's not their fault either. Think about it. For every dollar that we pay in taxes in Canada, only 10 cents or so accrue to the local government, to the municipal government. 90 cents or 90% of our taxes go to the province or to the feds. So the municipal governments are constrained severely constrained in Canada, overly reliant on property taxes to be able to provide the services that people expect from them. And that is the real problem that we we have to fix. We have to provide municipal governments new um, own source, buoyant sources of revenue to be able to deliver municipal services. So it's not a not a statement on, on the candidates. It's just the reality is that our ta taxation system is biased against local governments. All right. So there, are there any of the candidates who have, you know, if none of them have a real plan, is there someone who has the better plan? Um, I, I can't say that, uh, that someone has a better plan. They have attempts to it. But anyone who's telling you that they will not raise property taxes, um, I would be very careful with those plans that are promising no property tax increase beyond inflation levels. The reason is that property tax revenue is the largest uh, source and, and a source that the city has control over. So I think if there's a short, if there's a gap and that continues to be um, of a billion dollar or so, then property tax rate hikes would be the only 
viable solution uh, or only practical solution to at least address partially that deficit. So uh, those who are promising no tax hike, um, I'll be a little careful with those promises. Okay. Well, some of them are very, being very open about tax hikes. But one last question for you, Professor, and that would be, uh, what about those who would argue, I'm going to find savings? It's the old gravy train. Oh, yeah. Well, we, we were on that gravy train a few years ago, and we had to um, disembark uh, rather disappointingly. There's not much um, um, savings to be had. I mean, it's good promise to say we're going to go one by one by one and line by line in the budget item. To, but you will find maybe $10 million, $50 million at tops, $100 million here and there. The, the problem is that the, the city has big ambitions to spend on capital expenditure and comes up and say, we're going to pay one third of that. I think the city should stop doing it. Focus on delivering services rather than CapEx because the money isn't there. Don't promise. Don't promise big. Don't dream big on building infrastructure. Let infrastructure be the concern of the province. Why? Because according to the Canadian Constitution, municipalities are the creatures of provinces. Let provinces worry about bigger expenses and let the cities focus on delivering services that people expect from them. Thank you very much. Appreciate this. My pleasure. Take care. Murtaza Hader is Director of Research at the Urban Analytics Institute of Toronto Metropolitan University.